Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This morning, yeah, under the uh, you know column of this is pretty obvious. Yeah, study says that women who wear short skirts at work, yeah, more likely to be promoted, but men who wear them, not so no, much. No, this is true. No, really, I, yeah. just telling you from a personal experience. Yes, don't do that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When was that you wore a short skirt? Well, you was on vacation one of those times. <laughs> it didn't work out for me at all. Boy, you can't make this stuff up at six forty-one. What are you talking about? Just got a email to our W-R-A-Y email. Yeah. The headline says, in Indiana, skincare products are the top gifts this year for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I'm thinking about that, Cliff. Mm-hmm. You hand her the skincare products. Honey, I love you. Now do something about that skin. <laughs> That's not going to go over very yeah. well. Yeah, you, you have a point there. <laughs> Even yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Your psoriasis is showing. Do something about that skin. <laughs> Would anyone possibly, Cliff, yeah. give that special lady in their life skin care products? <laughs> I mean, really? Would you? Would anybody do that? Not without prior knowledge that it would be something that she would enjoy having. Does I that make sense? I would mm. still stay away from that. That's a that's a minefield. Mean, that, well, uh, I mean, it's like um, one of the other gifts that's frequently given would be like a perfume. You know what I'm saying? Oh, perfume, yeah. right? Yes, yes. So in some sense, what you're equating that is, if if I give you perfume, you would say, well, "What do you think? I smell bad." <laughs> well, I would think that if you I know. gave you perfume, it was like you know your favorite, and it also happens to be uh-huh. the one that reminds me of you. Well, why would you need to be reminded of me? I'm right here. Well, when you're not here, I like <laughs> smelling around on the stuff what do you that you've smell- touched. <laughs> what well, do you get in my drawers and smell the stuff I've touched? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> It's better than giving you this skincare product for the problems that your skin has. As long as it's, you know, like, not a pimple cream. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Rub this on the boils you have on your skin. And, you see, that does. that's just not... Okay, you got me there. It's not yeah, valentine I, I don't have a defense for no. that one. We had the Friday altercation in a deli in Peoria, Illinois, has left police looking for the customer who came in and started it. It was just before 6 p.m. when the 30-ish year old woman entered and apparently upset with the conditions inside the store, told the clerk on duty that if she were to slip and fall, she would sue. The woman then stepped outside but returned moments later to continue the argument and that's when the clerk on duty told the woman she needed to leave because she had an attitude. Police reports then say the woman purposely knocked products off the shelf as she left and that angered the clerk so much that He grabbed a broom and followed, eventually lobbing snowballs at her car, to which the woman retaliated by retrieving from her car a weapon, apparently planning to escalate the situation into further violence. Fortunately for for the clerk, the weapon of choice was a set of jumper cables that she then used to strike the clerk in the face and neck areas. He replied by whacking her with the broom before she retreated to her car and drove away. Hmm. Jumper cables. 
In hindsight, the clerk should have known the woman was trying to start something. <laughs> Police add the clerk's actions were self-defense, but the woman could face charges of battery. <laughs> Once the woman's identity has been established, prior criminal offenses can be looked up to see if she's a diehard criminal. <laughs> you need a little set of flags over there. What's that? Huh? Why would I need flags? So, you know... Flip up a yellow one to let me know that's starting and then grab the white one and wave it when we're done with it. There's one lap to go. Yes. This um, new sandwich, Cliff, KFC's got out. Okay. Featuring, um, well, it's made from fried chicken and they've thrown on a bunch of Cheetos on top of there. (laughs) Have you heard about this? Just briefly. Chicken and Cheetos. Yeah. Apparently the colonel must have just discovered marijuana. (laughs) Wait, 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 hold. No, I, those herbs and spices? Yes. We now know what one of those herbs is. Well, we, yes, I think we do. Yes, we do. I know mm-hmm. the state of Indiana has thought about and probably not going to pass the uh, tax on cigarettes, a pack of cigarettes. Yes. They're looking toward the e-cigarettes, though, yes. and taxing That's, that. That was my understanding from being at the State House on Thursday when I spoke with House Speaker Brian Bosma. He mentioned that to he, you? But there was a discussion about that, yes. Well, Hawaii is trying to one-up everybody. Oh, they are. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah. They're considering to being the first state in the country yeah. to completely outlaw the sale of cigarettes unless you're 100 years old <laughs> or older. I'm not making that up. No, I, it's a true story. I saw story. the headline. I, yeah, I, I saw the headline, I was, and I laughed then. I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of picturing in my head a 98-year-old dude tries to buy a pack of cigarettes, and he gets carded. Well, first <laughs> they of, won his ID. First of all, that's a lot of math to be doing. Yeah. Figuring out if you're 98. Yeah. Wow. You know, Cliff, when people like something and you totally try to outlaw it, I think we've tried this once before. Oh, yeah, with in alcohol. Our history. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we actually amended the uh, U.S. Constitution to prohibit alcohol. And that worked so well that yeah. gave rise to the mafia yeah. that was still around and yeah. running things in the country. So how's that going to play out in Hawaii? Uh, I'm thinking there yeah. will be underground smokeasies <laughs> all over the islands That's of right. Hawaii. Yes. Well, Cliff, yes. it's called Detective Frankenstein, and it's coming to TV very soon, and it okay. sounds rather stupid to me. Basically, <laughs> it's a TV show. About a homicide detective yeah. that's brought back to life yeah. after being killed in the line of duty. <laughs> detective Frankenstein. Okay. So let's just play this out a little bit farther. Okay. How come we can't have a show that's called, I don't know, Detective Humpty Dumpty? <laughs> How about that? How would that work? Well, basically, Cliff, yeah. following the story, yeah. it's just going to be an overweight detective that solves crimes. Okay. While he's sitting on a wall. That's all he does. He just sits there on a wall and solves crimes. Till he falls off. <laughs> he falls off the wall. Until then, yes. Yeah. That's how the show will end. Eventually when he'll he fall, fall off the, the wall. Show. Oh, because all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put the detective back together again. That's exactly right. <laughs> just picture some yeah. heavy set guy like uh oh, who was that guy years ago? Cannon. Remember oh, him? Yeah, I don't remember the actor's name. William Conrad. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Picture someone like him. <laughs> yeah, big black mustache. Yes. Bald head. On a wall until he fell. <laughs>
And then that picture of all these horses mm-hmm. around him while he's laying there on the ground, scratching their hoof yeah. on their head. Yeah. I don't know what to do here. He's, <laughs> he's... Let's okay. roll in here to our studio, the Country 981 love machine <laughs> and let's see if we can get somebody else qualified okay they could be our grand prize winner they now could very i have, well be you're absolutely right i misspoke yesterday and i Uh-oh. want to apologize what for are you that talking about? i said the winner would be announced on the 11th yeah and that's not true it's not it's going to be announced on february 12th oh okay so just wanted to remind everybody february the 12th but we're going to be doing the love machine okay Eight twelve, and you can't talk me out of it we could earlier this morning we spoke of a dog who became his family's hero when he defended the house against someone who was trying to take a four dollar part from ikea off the front porch after ups had delivered it now we'll flip the coin the nypd says a burglar broke into a home in queens thursday afternoon in broad daylight then took his time cleaning out the place stealing over $14,000 in jewelry and other expensive items. The burglar in question was caught on surveillance video ransacking the home. Also caught on surveillance video, the homeowner's dog, who sat quietly and watched the entire crime and didn't even growl. (laughs) How embarrassing was that? I'll tell you, it was so embarrassing that when the NYPD released the surveillance video to the TV stations there asking for help in catching the bad guy, they blurred out the dog's face to protect his shameful, bad boy, lazy, good-for-nothing dog identity. (laughs) Did they really? (laughs) Yes, they did. Well, I'm kind of excited about this, Cliff. Oh, you it's are, 811. Huh? Oh, yes, okay. I am. I'm always excited when the love machine's around. And, well, we'll see who our first All contestant right. today is. Hi, who's this? I'm Carrie Weiss. Carrie? Yes. Where are you from, Carrie? Um, Mount Vernon, Indiana. Okay, so are you ready to try your hand at the love machine today? Oh, yeah. Now, Carrie, did you say your uh, last name is Weiss? Weiss, W-E-I-S-S. I want to make sure of that. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, you know, this the results of the love machine could put you in uh, contention for the big grand prize. That'd be sweet. It could also, you know, well, <laughs> make things go the other way. Does that frighten you at all? Oh, no, it don't change the fact of nothing. All right, so <laughs> so we need to know the name of your significant other in order um, to... Ralph, Ralph Weiss. Ralph Weiss, okay. And how, and are, you're, how long have you all been married? Um, five years in... In in November? Yeah. Okay. And we met on Match.com. Get out of here. That actually (laughs) works? Are you serious? I'm a success story, or we are a success story. Wow. Now, either one of you been married before? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. All right. Well, we're going to stick your name in the love machine, and we're going to find out in about 15 seconds if you've qualified or not. Okay, Carrie? Okay. All Thank right. you. Have a good day. Well, hang on there. You yeah, want to listen, don't, don't hang you? up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. That's an awful lot of noise, it isn't it, Carrie? like that thing is going to just fall apart. Yes. Well, Carrie, I know you met on Match.com, and yeah. it's a, you know... A relationship meant in heaven. <laughs> and according to the love machine, you've actually qualified to be one of our uh, grand prizes. What do you think of that? Huh? Woo! Yeah. That, that is impressive. Sweet. 
All right. You <laughs> hang on there, and I'll be right back with you, okay? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye, Carrie. Bye. I never thought that ever worked, Cliff. Match.com. Apparently it does. Well, it does for her yeah. and Ralph, her husband. Huh. Well, congratulations you know? to the mm-hmm. Weisses. They've qualified to possibly be our grand prize winner on the love machine. Hmm. If, Cliff. Yeah. I had the same superpower as Batman, where I inherited a bunch of money. I was going to say, because Superman is just a dude with fancy toys. Yes. He doesn't have superpowers. Well, he inherited a bunch of money. That's the superpower that I would like. All right. If I had that, and if Costco was actually open in Evansville right now, this is the stuff that I would buy with the cash. What would you buy at the Costco? A 72-pound wheel of Parmesan cheese. (laughs) That's what I would get, Cliff. Okay. 72 pounds of cheese just because shaped like a wheel. It's shaped like a wheel. I mean, that's how they make Parmesan cheese. It's $900. Okay. For 72 pounds of cheese. So you clearly would need Batman superpower to do that. Yes. I would have to inherit a bunch of money. But that would be so awesome because I would just carry it around strapped in the front seat of my car with a (laughs) seatbelt on it. Well, yeah, you would, or it set off the the warning thing. Yes. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it would look like and smell like in the summertime. (laughs) Well, I'm going to guess in the summertime it wouldn't be all that good, eventually. You're just going to drive around with cheese in the seat of your car. Yes. You're not going to eat it. No, no. Because you wouldn't want to cut it. No, I don't. Well, really? (laughs) Did you have... (laughs) As opposed to me, I'd be cutting that cheese left and right. Yeah, I know, yeah. (laughs) I try to pour my heart out, and I get cut in the cheese here. Well, Cliff, I don't think that yeah. she would ever come around this part of the world. But? But maybe she would. I don't Ooh. know. Beyonce. Ooh. Do you think she would Beyonce. ever? Beyonce. You think she would ever be performing in Evansville at the Ford Center? I think that probably we're, you'd be lucky if you wanted to see her if she came to Indianapolis. I think you're right, Maybe too. Louisville. St. Louis probably would be the next alternative i think you're right yeah but if you could go and see her absolutely free would you do it absolutely free because there's a way to do it oh there is oh yes i don't i don't know i'm not really a beyonce fan but someone was going to give me a free ticket and a free ride i might go well she's going to give away free concert tickets to fans she is who go vegan (laughs) vegan yes now my question would be yeah suppose i wanted to go see her Let's just say she's at the Ford Center. Yeah. How will she know if I'm eating meat or not? (laughs) I mean, is she going to stand there at the gate? Right, and smell your breath? Yes. Wait, that's a steak right over here. Yes. (laughs) He's got bacon breath. He can't get in free. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind if she sniffed on me like that before the the show. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's as close as you'd ever get to her, but I don't see how they're ever going to regulate that. Yeah, and, and... after the concert was over with, let's just say you had gone vegan for the day and you got your free concert ticket. The next day, what's going to happen then? I'm eating a hot dog. Exactly right. I might <laughs> eat one during the concert. Oh, you, because once you're inside with all the other people in the crowd and the audience, yeah, no one's going to know. I would like for all of our wonderful 11 listeners right now, and yeah. including you too, Cliff, okay. to just take a minute and okay. think about someone you know. Okay. Perhaps a parent of yours and... yeah. An uncle, an aunt, a grandparent, someone who worked or still works mm-hmm. at the same job, same company 
for many, many years. Okay. What's the highest number you can come up with? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, my grandma um, in the 60s and up through the 70s worked at the Woolworth stores. She got 25 years in, enough to retire. She was an assistant manager when women weren't assistant managers. Uh, my grandpa was a railroader in Mount, it was, and he went through like three iterations of what was the New York Central Railroad, and then Penn Central, and then um, whatever came after that. That when the government took it over, <laughs> I can't remember what it was now. Was he there longer than twenty? I think years? he's. I think we're talking like forty years. So is that about as high as you can get? That's probably right off the top of my head. I, I'm I'm going to go with forty years. Forty years. Yeah. That's a long time to be yeah. in one place, Cliff. Yeah. So I hope that the rest of our 11 listeners are thinking of somebody that they know. Maybe it's a friend or something, or your mom's best friend or something like that. Yeah. The longest you can come up with in your mind yeah. at the same company. Maybe not the same job, but working at the same place. Okay. Because our Take It to the Bank today yeah. is going to be about the gentleman who holds the record being at the same company <laughs> for the longest amount of time. Alrighty. And if fate has been kind to him, yeah. he's at work today, too. Really? Yes. Okay. If I ask yeah. the question, mm-hmm. how long have somebody worked at the same job? And we got a text message in here that just yeah. said that uh, Greg Fuquay has been at the shoe carnival for 30 years. Okay. A little over 30 years. Over 30 years. Your grandfather... Uh, yeah, about forty years. Forty ago. years, and that la- the the last name of the railroad that he worked for, because it was the same company. It changed its name three times. It was Conrail. Conrail. Yeah. Well, Cliff, our take it to the bank today is inspired by Jim Schmidt, who lives in Evansville. I okay. spoke with him over the weekend, and yeah. he told me that he worked at National Cash Register okay. for forty-two years. Wow. And I got to thinking. Yeah. I wonder what the longest. Someone's worked oh, at the same company. The same company. And I found it today. Okay. The world record for the longest career at the same company is over 80 years. <laughs> Wait. That's Wait, right. They were like four. The, a gentleman <laughs> in Brazil, Cliff, okay. started working at a textile company there when he was 15 years old. Alrighty. And he's still working there now, and he's in his late 90s. Wow. He so still gets up and goes to work. Every single every day, day. For 80 plus years. Cool. That is incredible. Indeed. 80 years. First of all, to live to be 80. Yeah. And to be still physically where, able. Where you could get up and go to work. That's exactly right. Huh. And all of that, you can take to the bank. <laughs> I wouldn't want to work 80 years. You don't think so? I'm a little torqued that I'm working now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know the truth. You know, Cliff, I don't know what it, why it is, but it seems like I'm... Yeah. I have to go to the bank sometime after we get out of here at 10 o'clock. And okay. It's usually... Uh, everybody's doing their best, I yeah. know, but it seems like I always am the one that... I think that I have more money in the bank than the banker thinks that I have in there. <laughs> It seems to be an ongoing yeah, struggle here, right. Cliff. Yeah, there's a difference of opinion. Yes. Because they're looking at actual numbers, 
And you're being delusional with how much money you actually have. Well, I'm looking at actual numbers. <laughs> right, yeah, but they're just numbers on a piece of paper. They don't coincide very often with what the bank says. And so I have to go in there and discuss this. And I'm not dogging on anybody. I'm no. not saying that. Everybody, you yeah. know, I, it's usually my fault. Actually, it's always been my fault. But <laughs> we're going back again today to discuss this. Oh, you are, huh? Yes. Okay. Now, I know how aggravating that can yeah. be. And it's embarrassing when you, well, you know, they point out that uh, you're not smart you're, enough to add and subtract. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's kind of what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm going to say right now, yeah. if the uh, employees at the bank where I'm going, if they're yeah. listening, I'm not going to be like the guy in South Africa that was all mad and disgruntled, and he walked into the bank, it was a crowded bank, yeah. and he released five poisonous snakes throughout <laughs> the place. <laughs> I mean, there was panic there in South Africa. Well, I can imagine that there would be, yes. Five poisonous snakes. That's not far from Australia, actually, so, you know. Yes. Can you imagine that, the panic? Wow. <laughs> and one guy made a deposit. Here's Hank I'm Williams I'm Jr. Sure I bet he did, too. <laughs> Cliff? Yes? Anything said today? Indeed. Phrases of the day, start with number three. Get in your drawers and smell the stuff you've touched. Number two. The colonel has discovered marijuana. It's one of the 11 herbs and spices, as yes. it turns out. And the number one morning road show phrase for today, I'd be cutting the cheese left and right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> if I had one of those 75-pound wheels of cheese, I'd be cutting it left and right. I know you would, sadly, <laughs> yes. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.